When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Did you see old Punk Satani today? I did not. You I've didn't? been in the studio. You since work a morning show. You guys didn't talk about it at all whenever oh, it happened. We talked about it, but did I see him personally? No, I did not have the chance to travel up to Punk Satani today. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> that's the, also that's you know exactly the studio. The 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 only it's like a jail cell almost. Like we have like this small strip of a window to see outside. So I I can't even tell if it's snowing outside, if it's if it's showing signs in winter, is it showing signs of springs outside? You tell me. Well, the groundhog tells us that it's going to be an early spring. And oh, really? Yes, that's right. And it kind of looks that way lately, even before this old groundhog wandered out. I mean, it was like 50 out. degrees yesterday. It's supposed to be 50 again on Sunday. So Whoa! Maybe this groundhog knows a thing or two. Finally. What is his tricks? These 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 devious tricks for this. Pull the wind horse. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in Bucks and Donnie? Groundhog. <laughs> Do you like the movie Groundhog's Day? Are you oh, fan? It's incredible. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Come on. Can't get better than that. Actually, you can. Because we're about to play a little game that I like to call Uh huh or Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Uh uh. Uh uh. Is it Uh huh or Uh uh? It's Uh uh. It's uh-uh. It's uh-uh. Steelers have a lot of pending free agents. I've got the list of them right here in front of me. These guys, you can call them right now if you wanted to, if you're Omar Khan, if you're Mike Tomlin, if you're Andy Weidel. You can negotiate with these guys all you want. You have a window before it opens up to the rest of the league on March 15th when the league year begins anew, and they are officially free agents. So we start... With Levi Wallace, who made $4 million last year. He's 28 years old. He will be 29 next year. You know, I'm going to try to take the angle in this game of my uh-huh or uh-uhs based on what I think the team's going to do. I was going to ask, are we doing so, it what, I, what we prefer to well, happen? I just told what? you. I just told you okay. what we're doing. Well, that's how you were doing no it. No need is for it, your is it for asking both of us? the same question. Okay, great. You can do it the way you want to do it. I'm going to do it from what I think is going to happen with the team. And I with that sh- in mind, I I'm, think we should do that. You, I'm going to do, say, you do the team perspective. I'll do, uh, you do our what you would do. Well, I'm going to do uh huh on Levi Wallace. He will be back as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah, I'll tell you, the general opinion is uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, but that's a stupid general opinion. They need corners. Yeah, right. Like, they do. Just because- but I expect Corey Trice to contribute to a degree i expect them to add in the draft again but i don't expect them to trust a guy like trice to be day one get out there they need bodies at that position that's why it's such a big uh-huh to me i mean it's gonna be cheaper than four million a year i would hope i don't think anybody else would give him that on the open market but i would bring levi back you just need as bodies much right as it now. pains to see you it, need it bodies just- He's not what you thought he could be, even though you brought him in as that second stringer and you thought, well, that's where he really shined in Buffalo and you thought you're not putting him in that position to be a, 
a starter going up against the guys that Joey Porter Jr. was going up against. So you thought he could do much better. And you saw what he did this year at the beginning of the season before Joey Porter Jr. was inserted into the lineup. And he was going up against wide receiver ones and he was struggling. And even when he was going up against wide receiver twos, he was struggling. So not ideal, but I agree with you. You need bodies in that position. And and right now you're stretched pretty thin besides Joey Porter Jr. Next up, Montrevious Adams made $2.5 million last year. He is going to be 29 during the next year's season. He's 28 and a half years old right now. Uh-huh, on Montrevious Adams. Kind of in the you. same uh-huh. vein as a corner. You just you need, need those bodies guys. at that position. Adams is, is okay. Still want to see them draft a defensive lineman early in this upcoming yeah, draft, sure. but it needs some veterans there as well. Uh, I don't think he'd be that expensive. You know, this guy, Adams, if you remember, a couple of years ago was kind of on his last legs throughout the league. Steelers signed him off of a practice squad. I want to say it was the Saints, maybe the Packers. And he took the most of the Steelers' opportunity, and he ran with it. Got himself a contract. Now he needs another one. I I would bring back Montrevious Adams. You know, again, a very serviceable dude that you should have no qualms with bumping down your depth chart if you have to, if you get better guys in that position, but still someone that I think is very necessary to have. And and still, I don't want to call him young, but he's on the right side of 30 for a defensive tackle. Bring on Montrevious. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Uh, especially when you consider Cam Hayward's future. Very uncertain. I know he wants to play. I know he's happy that Mike Tomlin is coming back as well. But you just never know at that age. And Cam's gone through a lot injury-wise. I mean, even this past year, he dealt with a significant injury. And <clears throat> it's tough to to keep going. Um, and right now, you just need to plan for the future and plan for life after Cam Hayward. And you have a good guy to, to make the foundation of that future, and that's Keanu Benton. And I'm not saying Montrevious Adams is going to play next to Benton for the next 10 years, but you at least need to have someone. like It's kind of like you said, to start off, the cornerbacks, you just need bodies. And Montrevious Adams is a, is a familiar name, a serviceable name. I think a lot of people are more happy with the production they got out of Montrevious Adams on the D-line than they were with uh, Levi Wallace in the cornerback, or in the secondary, rather, so... I don't, I don't see a problem with bringing back Montrevious Adams, especially in the capacity that you'll bring him back. He'll probably be your 3-4 guy. I mean, maybe he'll be elevated to 3 or 2 just because who knows what's going to happen with Cam Hayward, but he's not going to be your – it's not like you're bringing him back to be your number one guy. Miles Killebrew made $2 million last year, was an all-pro, mm-hmm. first-team all-pro, mm-hmm. special teamer. Block punt aficionado. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's worth. Am I $2 giving away? I've been again. doing a lot of. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it uh huh or uh uh-uh? uh? It's uh uh-uh. uh. It's uh uh-huh. But this one actually is uh huh. Uh-huh. I wanted to bring Miles Killebrew back. Uh-huh. Uh He's one of the best special teams players in the NFL. Uh, I don't know if he watched the Pro Bowl skills competition last. I did. Night. Yeah. Did he you caught, watch the? He the caught that thing? seventh ball. But I mean, that's that's smart of him, right? To put it between his legs. He was, that counts. I, yeah, it counted. And he won for the AFC, won some points for Peyton Manning's team there. In the, uh, If you didn't watch it, it was a drill where you know you started with no balls and you had to field a punt from a jugs machine and you had to continue to hold on to the balls that you caught while continuing to add more each round until it was like five NFC players, five AFC players. There was only one left standing from either team. 
Um, so like you catch one, then the next round you got to catch another one with that one in your hand, and then you got to catch one with two, and then you got to catch one with three. And Kilbury went all the way up to seven catching those footballs. You know who was giving him a good run for his money, and you know who made it look real easy? Like, Killebrew looked like he was struggling a little bit down the stretch, but just made big plays because he's a stealer, and Steelers make big plays. Sam Laporta looked like he could do that in his sleep. Like Pretty he, cool for a tight end huge. to do that. Oh, no. You know who was the most impressive? Tight end, he's got hands. He can catch that. You know who was the most impressive of the bunch? Yeah, but you don't see tight ends fielding punts. But he's got hands, and he's a monster. He looked like right. Shrek out there catching right. those. Roquan Smith was the most impressive one. Whoa. It's a, middle, it it's a middle linebacker. He caught four of those. Oh, really? It's a middle yeah. linebacker. Did you watch it? You said you did. I watched Miles Killebrews. You couldn't see Miles Killebrew without seeing Roquan catch a couple. I, I managed right. to do that. You're giving credit to a Baltimore Raven over there. Miles Killebrew. Your favorite NFL team. You can't. If they had to bring him back for the same amount of money, I might even give him a little bit of a raise. If I was Killebrew's agent, I'd say I need a raise. I just made first got team all pro. You an all-pro nod, yeah. But I'm bringing him back for a couple of more years. Mm-hmm. He is your captain of the special yep. teams. Has been and for a while. He is worth it. Yeah, for sure. Because of the impact that he brings. It's so. There, there Mike Tomlin always says. There isn't a peer hard, in his one league. One of the hardest things to do is to block a punt. And if you could do it at least once, you're a proven special teamer. Miles Kilber did it, what, has done it three times in his career? Four, I think. We're up to four he now. He is. Tomlin said, if you do it once, you're proven as a special teamer. He's done it four times. He He's the best player in the NFL blocking punts. It's just, you know, some players have those weird specialities, and his is doing that, and it's worth bringing him back for sure. Marcus Golden, 32 years old. He's going to be 33, $1.3 million last year. I'm going to go, uh-uh. Oh. I don't think they bring him back. Maybe if he's really cheap, they'd try, but... Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he be cheap? He's a fourth-string outside linebacker. I know he did okay. I just think... Put it this way. Okay. I'm going to give it an uh-uh right now. You got Herbig. He's good enough to be your third linebacker. Not good enough to be your second or your first for a long stretch of time, but good enough to be your third. Marcus Golden, I wouldn't bring back in this first cycle. First round of free agency. I'd wait until the draft happens. I'd even go through maybe some of our off-season workouts. And then, if there's no one else out there, if there's no one else that we want to take a stab at, if we didn't draft another player later that we are looking at in rookie camp, he might be able to do a little something here. Then maybe I'd call Marcus up if he's still available and bring him back. But you got to... You know, decide I, to let some people walk, and it feels like maybe the fourth outside linebacker might be an area that they let walk. I think that it's nowhere near the end of the world, right? We were talking about Montrevious Adams and Levi Wallace, guys who aren't the starters, and that you're saying you have to bring back just because you need the bodies. You have three. You have the best of the best in TJ Watt. You have a top 10 guy in Alex Highsmith, and you got a really good third man in Nick Herbig. So... I think a lot of people like Marcus Golden and his contributions as a fourth-string guy, but the fact that we're talking about this fourth-string guy, it doesn't kill me to say, yeah, Marcus Golden, you got to go. Because you have three guys above him that are really, I mean, TJ Watts, Hall of Fame talent already, Alex Highsmith proving he can be a year-in, year-out impact player, Nick Herbig, I can only assume he goes up from here after his rookie year. Forcing fumbles, forcing sacks. So it sucks, but I don't, I'm not, you know, it's not going to kill me seeing Marcus Golden go because I really love the three guys ahead of him on the depth chart. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Quan Alexander is 29 years young and will turn 30 next year. He is making the same amount that Marcus Golden made last year, 1.317.5. I would bring Quan Alexander back. Yeah, Give me I'm an going, uh-huh. uh-huh. Injury worries you. He's had a, an injury past. Um, it is nice, though, that of the Holcomb and Roberts Alexander trio, Alexander's the only one that you have to worry about bringing back. Um the other two are on your team if you want them to be. Why would they not want them to be? I yeah, guess it's I up think to Holcomb's injury. Only but just because of the injury lingering. They're taken care of. It's just Quan Alexander that you have to worry about. And this is a guy that came in late last year in the camp process, you know, thrown into right, the came fire. came in the mid, like week two or week three of training and, and, camp. And did a really great job of getting up to speed and became a massive contributor on this defense throughout the season before he inevitably got hurt. Uh, I bring him back, though. I don't think that you'd have to break the bank on him. I don't think, especially because of the injury, it would cost anything more than it did last year if it's not even a little bit cheaper. You know, he just seems to me like the – or it just seems to me like those top three guys, you want to run it back with them. And Mm -hmm. the only one you have to worry about signing is Quan, and I don't think he's going to – you know, bend you over and make you have to to really Break open the up bank. the bank account yeah, right. for him. So I'm an uh-huh. Bring me back Quan. Uh-huh. As well for me. Oh, really good analysis, man. I, I was agreeing with you that whole time. Uh-huh. Why do you do that? Because I mean yeah, great analysis. Ga- I gas you up. I, I encourage, you know, uh, so much your whole monologue just, and then you come at me. You just went, uh-huh. That was you gassing me up. All right. Am I moving on or do you want to say something about Quan? I think it's a smart move to bring back Quan Alexander. I think you look at the state of the inside linebackers pre-2024, and you look at it with the possibility post-2024, Atlanta Roberts is obviously your Iron Man. Cole Holcomb was your best performing linebacker before he went down. Quan Alexander only lasted one more week. Like you said, it's a huge advantage that they only have to worry about one of those guys, but I don't think you can afford to lose one of those guys just because of how dire the situation was. The situation was before all three of them came in. So you saw what you were beforehand, and you saw what you had with them, and I just don't want their – and you saw, too, what the inside linebackers looked like when it was just Atlanta Roberts out there. You had to bring in guys off the street like Miles Jack, McCall Walker, Blake Martinez. You just don't want to be forced to do that, so – 
assuming that all three guys can stay healthy, I would much I would feel much better about all three of them being on the team than at least one of them being off. That was great. That was great analysis. Good job. You're welcome. James Pierre. I liked my analysis more than I liked yours. Okay, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. James Pierre made $1.3 million last year. He is 27 years old. He's a good special teamer, mm-hmm. but I say, uh-uh. I'm gonna, it's time uh-uh to let the James Pierre well. ship sail. I think this Especially was with a, the Corey Trice maybe he's taking a special teams role next year. Right. Maybe Darius Rush. This was a know? guy that was worth keeping around to see... Is he going to break out? Like He's shown moments. He's shown flashes, but he never was able to do it consistently, and I just think his time has run up. Yeah, uh, it does feel like the expiration date is I didn't mind when, when you heard from guys like Tomlin and guys on special teams and guys on the defense saying, oh, yeah, James Pierre could be a huge part of this defense in the next coming years. I didn't mind that. I like the potential, but sometimes potential doesn't always pan out. And I think, you know, his shelf life has expired, and that's a shame, but I'm sure he'll find a home elsewhere. He, he was able to find himself a role in the NFL because he's good at special teams. Right. And he will find himself another team for sure. But, yeah, just, you know, they're not going to get – out of him what Tomlin and the front office thought they could at one point. I think it is time to cut bait with him. Yeah, you just got to assess the situation and say, what you've gotten out of him is fine, but you need more. And you have the opportunity to grow at that position through the draft or free agency, and you just got to take that yeah, opportunity yeah, rather than hanging on to him for another year. You know what? If, if it's just if, if it was a matter of him still being under contract for one more year, there wouldn't be any thoughts no, of cutting I, him I or moving on from him. I wouldn't say, oh, it sucks that you have to pay James Pierre for no, another year. No, you would have just kept him. But yeah, right. Just, I would have had no problem with that. It's The, the contract has run out, and it's time, uh, I think, for both sides to move on. Armand Watts, 27 years old, $1.2325 million last year. I'll go uh-huh again. Okay. I'll sign both Adams and Watts. Yeah, I, I think they're going to have the guys. I think they're reasonable deals. And, and deals be... that you can't or deals that you won't really get sick to your stomach about if they have to get bumped down the depth chart because of other players stepping up, or you have to maybe move on from them. I look season. at him as more so as a guy instead of like adding saying that you need the bodies at that position. I look at him more of a James Pierre kind of guy, even less so because Armand Watts, there was really no talks about his ceiling or his potential. I think you could easily recreate Armand Watts through another free agent that could be even cheaper or through a lay draft pick. I I just don't see a a big need to bring him back. If it's going to be super, like how we were talking about with Marcus Golden, don't make him in that first wave of of guys that you re-sign. Let's see, you know, what the market tests on a guy like Armand Watts. And if he's still there, you can get him for even cheaper if you wait a little bit longer because he's going to be more desperate to sign with a team. I think with the right deal, it's worth getting. But I don't, I mean, not to say that you're going to risk overpaying a guy like Armand Watts because he's not going to require a big contract. But I, I wouldn't mind moving on from Armand Watts. Shandon Sullivan. 27.4 years of age, $1.232 million last year. I go, uh-uh, on Shannon Sullivan. Yeah. I take another crack at another slot corner in free agency not named Shannon Sullivan this year. Yeah. This was a guy that really got outplayed by almost everyone who came onto the team. I mean, And, and a guy it. that when they brought him in had a clear path to be a, a starter in that nickel package and was mm-hmm. never able to no. do it. 
I mean, you guys, you saw guys, a different position, but still in the secondary, like Trenton Thompson, right, come in later on and just completely outperform guys like Shannon Sullivan. Granted, it's a different position, but you're still playing in that secondary. He just, every time you heard Shannon Sullivan's name, it was after a big gain or something. You just never really heard him do a lot for this defense. Uh, we were talking about you need guys in that cornerback room, but I don't think you need a guy like Shannon Sullivan. I think you can get away in the NFL with starting someone like Levi Wallace or Levi Wallace being your third string guy. I don't think you can do that in the NFL with a guy like Shannon Sullivan. Yeah, it just it feels like it was a failed experiment with him this year. I but it, it didn't like... break the bank. It didn't crush you financially. So it's not you know the end of the world that that experiment failed. It's just you got to try it again. Who can be that next depth piece for you at the, at the cornerback position? Blake Martinez. 30 years old, $1.165 million is what he got from the Steelers to sign in the middle of the season. Um, I mean, outside of special teams, you don't really – maybe a couple of times on defense, but they're expecting their trio to be back, and I'm expecting uh, Blake Martinez to walk. Throw Miles Jack into that category too. You know, I, I think they're going to let Miles Jack walk as well. Miles Jack was ready to leave and, and be done with his career until the Steelers were desperate enough to to really need him this year. I feel like he's ready to retire. And Blake Martinez, again, you know, that was just break glass in case of emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they'll bla- break uh, maybe they'll Blake Whoa. that glass again for maybe Blake Martinez Blake next year grass. if they have to. But I would not sign him in this offseason. So I'm an uh-uh on Pokemon, Blake Martinez. Oh, I'm an uh-uh too. But it, it really revolves around... Can you bring back Quan Alexander? Can Cole Holcomb recover from his injury? Can Atlanta Roberts avoid injury for as long as he did again last season? If so, then yeah, you don't. There's really no need for a guy like Blake Martinez on this team. Mikel Walker, 26 years old, he made a million dollars. It was like when Mikel Walker was tapped to be in the lineup for the Steelers because of the injuries. You know, he was a guy that people were kind of like, really? He was pretty good for the Falcons recently. I wonder why he wasn't on a roster. Um, I would let Mikel Walker. I would bring Mikel Walker See, back. it's weird to me that we're so quick to dismiss Blake Martinez, but we're Mikhail not Wa- doing the same for Mikel Walker. He's four years younger than Blake Martinez. Okay, fair point. And I'm not talking about Mikel Walker being a guy. Yeah. Fourth, fifth string linebacker? I just think that you can recreate those guys you can in definitely any which way and, and possibly for a lot cheaper. You can absolutely recreate those guys, and for sure, for a lot cheaper. Now, I understand. I understand the the exciting part, or not exciting part, the attractive part of bringing back someone who's already familiar with the team, right? You don't want to replace every single player on the team that you don't necessarily need. Right. You got to have some retention. You got to have some positive, uh, or lack of change, rather. You know, not all change is 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 done out of necessity. You know. Uh, I think that bringing back some of these depth guys is the right move. It's just, I think when you're talking about this many depth guys, it's kind of, you know, it's hard to predict which of these depth guys are really worth bringing back and which are, are you better off just saying you can go ahead and and try out the market for another team? Last but not least. Uh, you going Pat Pete? No. Uh, you going Mason? Yeah. yeah. Mason Rudolph. 28 and a half years old, $1,080,000 is what he made last year. 
he will definitely get a raise this coming off season, whether it's from Pittsburgh or whether it's from another team. Looking at it from the perspective of the team and what I think is going to happen, I'm going to go, uh-uh. I want to bring him back, <sighs> but I'm just going to go, uh-uh. I don't think it happens. So hard. I don't think we're going to have Mason Rudolph in camp next year. I think he That's might be a, a, might be a Viking, might be a giant. Swallow. Might be a falcon. Tough pill to swallow. But the, I think it's the uh... pill that is the right pill. I think we're we're embracing reality with the pill, the red pill. I I think, you know, I think you're right. I don't necessarily think it's the Steelers' decision. I think it's more so Mason's definitely, call. It's definitely got more to do with Mason, I think, in my equation. Right. He's got the bidding power here between the two sides. But I come back to Tom, like, this is what I always just refer to or, or rebound with, and, and you do the same as that. He's he's got to see that his best chance at starting is here in Pittsburgh, because say he goes to Atlanta, right? He, he could probably outbid or outperform Ritter, Heineke. But what if they go out and get a guy in the draft this year again? You can't just say, oh, well, we drafted a kid and we're gonna let Mason Rudolph start over him. It's different in the Kenny Pickett situation. You've seen twenty five or so games out of Kenny Pickett. You have reason to doubt him. You want to hope that it eventually works out, but you have that reason to doubt. Uh, Bryce Young in in Carolina. You can't just quit on one guy or the guy a year into his career, especially when he has a new coach now to work with, really a whole new coaching staff to work with. I I, I don't know where the ideal landing spot for Mason Rudolph is, aside from Pittsburgh. But I don't think it's going to be Pittsburgh, which is why I give it an uh uh-uh. And that's going to do it for another great edition of Uh Uh-Huh or Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-Uh. 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 Is it uh Uh-Huh or uh Uh-Uh? It's uh -uh. It's uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-Uh. Sadly for Mason Rudolph, it's probably Uh -uh. Uh uh-Uh. Gear up with the latest sideline apparel hats or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. Located at Ackershirt Stadium, the Grove City Premium Outlets, or at the Tanger Outlets, or you visit online at shop.steelers.com. There's no football to preview. I mean, there's fake football. There's Played fake with flags football. and then dodgeball. It's weird that like all the all-star breaks are kind of coinciding. The NBA, the NHL, and the NFL. Uh, is the NBA this week or next week? Not this week. Well, uh, the NHL and, and I wasn't going to say anything because you sounded dumb, but I'd, okay. I was gonna well, the NHL is this week's also. Yeah, they did overlap there. Um, they both suck. We'll talk a little bit about the Pro Bowl when we get back. We'll talk about the coaching carousel. I got some Super Bowl nuggies too that we can share. Whoa. So we'll still light the fire, chicken nuggies, and hang out by the fireplace for a fireside Friday. That's on the way on the Steelers Standard. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 